Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Infinite Cup podcast. Really excited to have my man, Jackson Foster from Plantriotic. Very, very cool, inspiring man. Seriously, brother from another mother. It's one of those situations where we've been following each other on social media for a long time, never really connected. I made a big mistake and somehow I just missed the beginning of the entire intro of our conversation. So I do apologize, but I have a feeling he's going to be back on the podcast. We really hit it off talking about eating disorders, fruitarianism, raw veganism, yoga, meditation galore. You guys are going to love this one. We really connected. Excited to have him on the show again for a little iridology challenge that we talk about at the end of the podcast. I'm just really excited to share this uh, experience with you guys because he's a very, very good friend and a fellow cyclist and down on his trip right now to Argentina from Alaska. He's spent over 10 months on his bicycle journey and it's just going to be really awesome seeing how everything ends up with his journey. So without further ado, this is Jackson from Plantriata. Uh, Can you still hear me? Oh, yeah, you're good. Sorry. Yep, you're good. Uh, good. The recording cut out there for a second, but we're good. Yeah. Yeah. What a coincidence. Uh, I literally, I actually, some people do it gradually. They kind of get out of their eating disorder gradually. I had a next day complete change in life, and it was in the middle of my yoga teacher training in 2014. Uh, The community in my yoga teacher training and the principles I was using literally the next day after kind of reading some things and things clicked and I realized that my food and the nutritional quality of my food did not make me who I was and that I was also not being healthy with what I was doing even though the habits were so ingrained and I didn't want to change them just because I was used to them. I finally made the connection that it was hurting me and I started to heal and recover What my recovery looked like was getting into bodybuilding and having more of a positive connotation with weight gain. That was one aspect of it. But then the other aspect of it was, you know, eating my normal healthy diet, slightly larger portions for sure, but also, you know, eating a little bit of vegan junkier food, such as, I mean, what's an example? Just anything, a veggie burger, like Uh, a a drink with refined sugar in it and saying to myself like I am just as worthy and just as great of a person and my body's not going to change and I'm not going to die because I ate a veggie burger with refined flour and sugar in the ketchup Um, and I and I don't blame these institutions and associations like Mm -hmm. Forks Over Knives and people who are promoting the gold standard we need to learn the gold standard of health and nutrition which is an oil-free low-fat, high-fruit, plant-based, high-fiber diet, which I have been immersed in the science, especially lately because of all of this insane propaganda coming from these social media YouTube stars that have no nutritional science and are completely deluded and are saying that plants are unhealthy and that meat is actually the savior for health. It's absolutely insane. So I've been debating people. You guys got to go watch. I got to say, I don't know if you checked it out, but yeah, I debated yeah. my friend Drew yes, yesterday. And in my opinion, it was just like, I, I just proved how dumb he is being about the yeah. diet that he's advocating for. It's, it's just like he literally just created something in his head. I got him to prove that 
he's not listening to the science. He's listening to his feelings. Yeah. Uh, and when it comes to promoting a diet for health, we should not be worrying about our feelings. I mean, we're in a health crisis. We need to look at what actually works and is repeatable. But so, yeah, that's so it was in 2014 in my yoga teacher training that I started my recovery process. And it's yeah. not over. It's just like 90 percent oh, better. There are there are times when things get triggered in my life when something emotionally happens where I notice myself wanting to do certain things that are whether it's binge eating or restricted eating just as an alcoholic goes to alcohol to solve their problems. And but what's different with me now is when those thoughts come into my head. I notice them so glaring, and I don't have to contribute to the practice. Let me stop you right there real quick. Let me stop you right there, because for me, um, you know, everything that I do, I I love studying language again and all that, and and so what I I see your words, and I hear your words, and then I kind of interpret them uh, as far as, like, the energy, right? And you did the same thing I did, brother. It's crazy. So what we did is we repressed energy. Like you said, you weren't in the place that you wanted to be, all these things, and this is what you really wanted. And it's amazing what you just said. I love one words, right? You finally practice discernment, right? Between this intuition, this voice that is like the right thing versus this other voice that wants to do these other things. And we all have those voices. And again, circling back to meditation for me, because and it sounds like something similar for you, this process to develop discernment, okay? Um, and it's... Right now, I think this practice is more valuable than ever with this carnivore, uh, you know, people in even the raw vegan or vegan community dropping out and blah, blah, blah. It's because they don't have that practice of discernment, right? That intuition uh, is not being listened to. In fact, that voice is probably gone because if you don't use it, you lose it. So I just want to first say thank you because to me, everything you said is 100 percent um, just organic in the sense of you're just doing you, right? And a lot of people, again, I have no judgment of what you eat or who or anything. Yes, there's ethical reasons. And I would just talk about karma. We don't even have to go down that road. I'm just saying you totally figured it out. And the answer is within, right? I mean, that's something I think at the end of the day, I just want to say, because we're constantly looking on the outside, whether it's YouTube or books, I don't even care what it is. Anything outside of yourself is going to create an unsustainable future that you don't want to live. So the answers are within and people um, just really need to figure out that practice, whether it's meditation or Tai Chi or yoga, whatever it is to really tap in to that inner voice, that intuition, what I would call the higher self, because both of us, you know, made that mistake of like, dude, I can tell you that voice that right now, like, dude, just eat some, just eat some potatoes. No, bro. I'm a fruitarian. Just eat some potatoes. Just eat. No, I can't do that. You see what I mean? Like this, this identity yeah. crisis within us, you know what I mean? And I, Orthorexia is just a, a very undertone word for that because I, to me, it was a legit identity crisis. I felt just torn within myself, you know, and I didn't know what to do. So it's tricky because, yes, like you're saying, the high carb fell, like all these, you know, things. Of course, fruit is amazing. I mean, you're probably looking at those mangoes on that tree. Obviously, those are the best mangoes. And yeah. at the same time, my favorite word is happy medium. Everyone has to find their yeah. happy medium. I was definitely the extreme route for a long time and circling back just like you, it was my uh, yoga certification in 2011, which is the same thing. And I, I could tell you the exact thought that I have. I was like, I can't think of one uh, yogi or one guru, whoever, who's a Ravi or fruitarian. I can't think of one, right? They're all influencers. They're all 
um, just human beings, yes. But if you really think about, I don't know who you know you follow or whatever in yoga community, but if you think about anybody, I don't even care who they are, not a single person has that dogmatic, yeah. extreme kind of uh, approach, right? And and here here's my philosophy on it. Mm-hmm. It, it has nothing to do with knocking a fruitarian or raw vegan diet. Um, so if you're doing anything that brings you stress in order to sustainly do it, yes. that's when you need to break out of the dogma. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. if you effortlessly stress-free only eat fruits and there's just no bad like and, and there's just no stress around the food and it's just like it makes you feel best keep doing that yeah. but the moment you start to be scared of other foods or get stressed if you were in a place where you had to eat a potato that is when you need to start asking yourself if your dogma is really serving you yes thank you for bringing that up keyword stress yeah. dude seriously because when you said that, I feel like I got the full circle on both ends. Like I can tell you the day I realized in my meditation that the suffering and stress and anxiety in my body was not coming from me. It was coming from the animals that I chose to eat and those choices that I made. Like literally, they were not from me. I had to really contemplate and get in a meditative meditative state for hours to really go deep within myself to figure out where that stress and anxiety was coming from. And I realized it wasn't coming from me. And that was uh, a long time ago, 12, 13 years ago, probably. And then now circling back to, I don't know, maybe I don't know, four or five years ago, that same stress came up, right? From that, what you're describing from the dogma. And I literally gave myself so much judgment and self-hate and stuff for eating a potato, bro, a potato. So that's where it's like at the end of the day, of course, a potato, like, you know, is not going to hurt you. Or in fact, it's a really good food source. Uh, yeah. And it's, and I, you know, again, it's one of those things where, um, you know, a happy medium because it's not one side or the other. And for me, it was my own practice, but when I also went down the rabbit hole of all these people and meeting them in person, like literally I got this like, oh, you still eat good food? Like like that type of judgment, you know? <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's not right. I don't want anything to do with those people, you know? So it's, yeah. I, I love Ravi. I love fruitarian. It's nothing against that at yep. all. What I'm saying is, again, it's the energy. Happy medium is a great, is a great phrase because it's all about being happy and stress-free. And usually for most people, that means finding this medium place where you're doing what you, what the science and what you feel best doing on a pure level most of the time, but not on a dogmatically pure level because it's pretty hard to argue that in our modern world, it is fun to hang out with a friend and get some vegan ice cream once in a while. And that serves me. That serves me. Yes, 100%. I can't tell you those same two years of me, I was, I mean, beyond isolated. Even my own family, you know? Yeah, me too, man. I know what you mean. Yeah, I couldn't even, I can remember Thanksgiving and my big bowl of fruit salad and everyone else is eating, oh, that's all you're going to eat, Robert? And like, you know I mean? The constant stress and blah, So, yeah, we're done with that chapter. We just have to thank each other because I think... I, I want to bring that up because I know a lot of people are probably in that same boat and it's one of those things where they just need to trust their intuition. I mean, that's what the message I made to, you know, Tim or Ravon, any of those people, it's like the intuition just needs to be there. And I think that is our true guide rather than those other voices. So at the end of the day, that's really what I'm all about. And if I were to tell somebody, you know, no, it's not this recipe or anything, it's like, what is your intuition telling you? 
see. All right, so next step, okay, let's fast forward a little bit. So we got that going, we got that. I'm just excited. You've got your bike, you're going to Argentina. What is the, just the, I don't want to say the future, but I'm just curious. So we mentioned the retreat center, because um, I, 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 yeah. I'm going to give you my opinion first. I don't think you're going to be done with Argentina because it's one of those things where you got the bug. And it's, uh, I mean, trust me, I want to say. I think I am going to be done with the bike life after this trip. Yeah. At least that's how I feel right now. I mean, th there have been times in the recent past last few months where I'm like, all right, maybe I'll do Africa next or whatever. But yeah. actually so something has shifted with me in the last few months where I'm completely stoked and present in my journey now. Like, I love the way I live. It's so fun. It's so adventurous. I'm sleeping outside in new places. And I have about a year and a half in my mind where I logically with the slow pace that I move, I usually travel on an average biking day about 30 miles uh, and then I, I only bike for like probably if you average it out I probably bike half the time meaning I bike for a week and then I take a week off bike for a week oh, take do? a week off okay, cool. yeah the most I ever took was like a weekend I'm just that go 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 guy yeah um, so I've actually like I, I do bike touring very differently and I'm passionate to talk about it because I've I've been doing this a long time. I've taken many trips. This is not even my first trip. It's the longest one for sure. But I've biked uh, nine countries at this point. And the people who I meet who do it fast do not have as good of a time as I have. <laughs> it, it's, it's just a fact. If you do it fast, if you don't take rest, it's not going to be fun. It's just too stressful. So I, I actually have spontaneous like so nothing's planned i have zero things yeah. planned i have zero yeah. place to be truly yeah. so because it's so important for me to live that way in life and be truly 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 present and most people have no idea what that concept is they always have to go back to work have to go back to school in three months there's always a deadline i can yeah. say right now yeah. i currently have zero obligations in my life period if I wanted to live right here for the rest of my life, I would not be breaking any plans because I have not made plans. And that is, if that sounds crazy to you, but attractive, you need to try this in your life because yes. most people, yes. no joke, will never in their entire life have that experience. No, Ever. Never. Ever. When you graduate college and you don't have a job yet, you still yeah. have a birthday party to go to on Saturday. I don't have a birthday party I have to go to on Saturday. I don't have anywhere I need to be. And it feels amazing because it means like I, there's no excuse that I, like I can't make an excuse that I don't want to be here. Yeah. I'm course. always in the place that I want to be. It's my choice. Um, yeah. And uh, what was I saying? What got me on that topic? <laughs> no, you're good. It's one of those things where uh, the bigger picture that I'd see too is you're connected with nature. I think people in the nine to five and all that, there's this extreme disconnection with source, nature, the earth, you know, and right now with, you know, bike touring or any sort of long distance traveling like that, you can't, it's built into your everyday life being connected with nature. You got to go fill up your water yeah, bottle somewhere, so, you got to get food, you, you know what I mean? So, so, so I am fully present in my trip, but I think I'll take more or less the next 20 months to get to Argentina. And I am very confident right now, although that might change, that actually what I'm most excited for next in my path after this trip, well, there's still things that are happening in between, like I'm hosting a retreat this summer, so I do have a plan. I have to be somewhere in August, but I have 
more than enough time to get there. Uh, so, I'm, so I'm hosting a retreat on a beach house in Costa Rica uh, in an Airbnb. It's for 10 people. There's still a few spots left. And it's just going to be a yeah. yoga, healthy living, commun- building community, awesome. chill-ass retreat. Um, and I'm really excited to buy some, like, this is what I think I'm going to do and what feels the, the most right thing for my life is I, I am an introvert. I kind of am a homebody, even though that might sound crazy to people because I live nomadically, but I am excited to, uh, to get to, uh, build, to build a home and a farm on some land in one of these countries here in Central America, which I've connected to a lot. I speak Spanish now. I love the fruit. The lifestyle is so cheap, so I'm able to accomplish my goals so much easier than being in the United States or anything like that. Um, And I want to start a family like you have, and I want to have a nice little completely off-grid house and have a 100% sustainable farm and be rooted where all day all I have to do is just make sure I can survive, which means uh, grow food, eat yummy food, work on the solar panels, do whatever, and host a few retreats a year. But I remember what I was saying that I forgot is I do bike touring differently because I don't make plans. Um, I've stopped on this trip spontaneously for two and a half months is the longest. Uh, When I was in northern Baja, I literally was just camping on a dude's property. We connected that night. I was planning on leaving the next morning, and I stayed for 80 days. <laughs> yep. So that's how present like it is important yeah. to me. And, and he's like a brother now. We got tattoos together. It's yeah. actually where I did my first tattoo because his friend came over who was an artist, and we were just hanging out, and I was telling him how much I want to become a tattoo artist. He said, yeah. you want to tattoo my leg? And I was like, yes. And that's what started my whole tattooing journey. It just came. And I was seeking it for so many years in my life and it didn't happen. And finally, when I surrendered, it just came. So, yeah, I I stopped for, yeah, I probably bite like half the time if you average it out. Cool. No, that's definitely the sustainable approach. I mean, at the, I was doing like, I can remember doing like 130 miles at the most. And then and it, I pushed it, myself. I know. And well, with you with the low too, I I wouldn't even, that's not even fun. You know what I mean? I max out at like 40 miles. Yeah. And that's comfortable where like me and like, you know, even doing 80 miles or something like going to bed that night, your heart is still racing. You know, it's like, you really got to take that time to decompress everything. And yeah, I have a lot of memories where I only did one bike tour with somebody too. That's the other thing I would highly recommend. Um, looking back, like, it's obviously better when somebody's on the bike with you and you're like hanging out and, you know, talking if your chain breaks or whatever, you can have somebody, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things we actually shared a load too. Like he cared yeah, the pots and pans, yeah. like food, you know, so that actually was really nice. Uh, I love my solitude and I meditate for hours every day. So it's, you know, we both had our boundaries, but it's one of those things like I'm telling you because companionship is huge your dog is probably all you need but it's like just no no i would like a long-term companion it just hasn't happened yet but uh it would be nice yeah human human companion one last question and we'll wrap this up so in the beginning i'm just curious yeah we yeah we have so much in common i'm just curious in the beginning we were talking about you were talking about my channel watching my videos or something and there was something that you uh didn't resonate with i'm just curious what that was what was it just whatever great great question here's what it is um, I am not a, 
astrology or iridology person. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, got it. I thought it was going to be a spiritual something, and then because you were talking about Krishna and everything, okay, he gets that. So I wonder what it is. So no, I'm I'm I and I'm completely a hundred percent open to being convinced. I just haven't yet. Um, I've never seen or felt spiritually mm-hmm. any connection. Uh, do you believe? I, I I know you're into iridology, but what about astrology? Do you also like to study or learn about astrology? I do, and I know a lot about it, but I don't. Uh, it's one of those things. How it's freaking hilarious because every live video I do or whatever, first question: What's your sign? Of My course. Friend, oh, oh. And here's here's what it is. I just want to give you the spiel real quick. These are yeah. all just these are all just filters or lenses, right? And I I don't really. Um, resonate with them because what happens is as soon as I say Taurus, which I'm a Taurus, as soon as I say that, somebody has their filter on. People put you into a box, right? And I think that's like so crazy. It's well, the sad part is, is um, astrology and all these things. I love the Enneagram, dude. I study like every day. This is my passion. I love longevity. I love spirituality. We don't even, the Quran, the Bible, the Bible, I could do it all, man. And it's one of those. Studying is great. Studying things there's no problem with studying things. It's just when you start to dogmatically believe in something that's just a belief that I don't believe in that kind of way of living. Let me stop you there, though, because there's a difference between belief and experience. I'm all about experience. Yeah. Not talk yeah. about something unless I've experienced it. I'm all about right. that. I'm an experiential learning. I'm like you. I did not like school. I went to college. I did it all. But high school, I had to graduate early. I had to get out of there. I, I just you forcing me with books and all that. I love reading, but it didn't, you know, stimulate me. So I'm an experiential learner. So in California, you know, like the Waldorf schools, or if you know about Rudolf Steiner, yeah. Yeah. like that. That's what I tapped into, man. My first job was, was picking peaches and plums when I was 14. I tapped into the farm. I tapped into the land. My last job uh, before being down here in Southern California with my fiance was in Northern California over a year managing a citrus farm. I know, like, I had to dive into that world because of what we're talking about, you know? So let me give you the astrology spiel real quick. It is a lens, but at the same time, people are using it for the exact opposite reasons that it's mm-hmm. meant Meaning, if you know somebody like myself, I could easily say, like, oh, I'm a Taurus, I'm stubborn, but you have to deal with it, right? That's what most people do. They, they basically justify their actions based on their astrology, their sign, right? And it's the exact opposite meaning as why astrology was invented. It's invented like every other tool for self-discovery to figure out what your weaknesses are, what your tendencies are, what your habits are, what your passions are, and then you balance out the system. Because I'm more stubborn... I need to let go a little bit, man. And I need to like be less hard headed. And like when my fiance is trying to tell me something, I need to just listen to her. You know, I could be very stubborn, like more extreme stubborn, like than you can imagine, you know? So because I know that I need to let go of it more, not uphold to it more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so- I really, and, and I, I, I really appreciate and, and resonate and like, that nuanced opinion. I guess what I get triggered by is when someone just say like, "Oh yeah, astrology is real and, and it is a thing." And like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to know what month you're born and certain traits that you're gonna have, like for sure." And I'm just like, "That is that doesn't seem like an open-minded and and just smart way to live." So I totally feel you with with how you view those things, and I even respect it um, to- totally. That's so, why I don't get into and, it. And yeah. I'll be the first to say I'm the biggest astrology skeptic that, like, you can actually, like, like, like your behavior is dictated based and your personality based on the month you were born. Yeah. But 
if I read my freaking Scorpio thing, yeah. I am a Scorpio to a T. So I'm the first. So I'm skeptical, <laughs> but I'm also the first person to say, in my anecdotal experience, it's insane how much I align with my astrological thing. Like everything, I'm so Scorpio. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, we can go down the rabbit hole, man. Like I said, I, I love studying human or just to consciousness and where this all come from. Think about how but I still don't believe in it. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, again, it's just a tool to understand yourself. That's it. So we can yeah. go. To, this was created during Atlantis. This was created during the yeah. fall of man. And it was created to help us remember who we are, our true self, which can is. I, can, like, can I ask you a question about iridology? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, if I gave you. 10 people with health issues mm -hmm. that were different. Mm -hmm. And I gave you the perfect photograph that you need of their eyes. Yeah. Are you able to, with confidence, without knowing their health issues, mm -hmm. see certain trends in their eye to diagnose issues? 150%, not a doubt in my mind. Okay, see, I don't believe that. But I also have done a fraction fraction of the research and have no actual experience with it so my skepticism is is purely my own uneducated skepticism i'm actually excited because i trust you and you're an awesome dude to delve more into things like that because it's something that i just put on the back burner as totally skeptical and that's exciting that that I can investigate it more. Yeah, totally. We can talk about it a little bit. So I'm just curious, um, going back to our orthorexic days and whatever, for me, that's where it started. Because uh, did you ever watch Dr. Robert Morris videos or go even that into it? I never went deep, although I have many friends who have referenced him. So I know okay. about, like, he's like an elimination of all fasts is, is one of the things no, for no, detoxification, no, I think. I have to get into all that. I was just curious right. because he's the only one on youtube basically who's basically talked about it so if you don't if you if you don't watch dr robert morse videos then it's like um it's a complete i will though now i i love delving uh, into things i haven't checked yeah. out in the vegan world if you're into it i highly recommend okay let me just give you the spiel real quick because i know you'll resonate with it so back in the day uh, remember... yeah but but go quick because i do have another call coming up in a second okay, so we're, gonna have to wrap we're gonna finish this spiel up in five minutes and do an outro and that's it and i'm gonna let you go right. so just real quick, um, basically back in the day, man, I was very upset at you know what I was doing with myself and the things that I was creating within myself with the diet and blah, blah, blah. So what happened was I had to go deeper. Okay? And I found Dr. Robert Morris. I found even other uh, iridologists, Jensen. Well, there's a lot of people out there. Okay, And if, if you were to ask me uh, genuinely one question, like, Robert, what is one thing that you can use as a tool to help bring clarity on your health? The answer would be iridology. And the answer is that because I don't need people's opinions. I don't even want to hear, do I do a lot of coaching and a lot of clients and stuff. And it's basically like 99% emotional and energetic, meaning it's like excuses. I can't do this. Hey, Robert, vegan is too hard. I love Oreos, whatever. Right. And I get all that. I'm not judging those people. What I'm saying is all I need is a picture of your eyes and that's it. They don't lie. The mouth wants to talk. The body is so smart. Human beings right now in 2019 haven't even come close to understanding this complex thing that we call a human body. Now, the eyes are just an extension of the brain, the retina. The eyes are just the only thing that we can see on the outside that is telling us something, okay? When you go down the rabbit hole of Ayurveda, it's like your pimples, your tongue, your feet. Literally, I can tell you so much. 
about all that stuff, but that doesn't even come close to your ideology. Right, so, but you know, and I'm not saying these people are right, because it's just blogs on the internet. There's also so many people saying there's net, like, like if you look at the evidence of supposed iridologists and they take a hundred things, I don't think there's ever been proven evidence that they actually, there's a connection and that they can get it right. Well, that, I mean, to me, uh, how do I explain this? But you're telling me that's not true because all I'm doing is reading a blog post. So I don't have experience. No, no, no. Of course, dude. Dude, it's the internet. You can find anything to prove. So, so, so you have legitimately had like blind controlled experience where you don't know someone, like that's, someone hasn't told you their health issue. You diagnose it and it's, and it's right. Um, that's yes, but that's just the surface of, of what this potential is. You know what I mean? Again, because... Okay. Think about, well, just, again, think about someone like yourself who has had genuine, sincere health problems, okay? And yeah. not from, you know, vegan diet or whatever, but just from, you know, lifestyle. We don't have to get into how it happened. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I could talk to you about this for all day because what you're experiencing yeah. right now isn't even coming from you. We're talking about ancestors. We're talking about seven generations. We're talking about your parents, 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 parents is what makes up your form right now. Okay? And then take that further, whatever you do in this body right now affects the seven generations further. Your kids is kids is kids is kids. So I can see that in your eyes. And how I did this, dude, okay, I don't need science. I could go down that rabbit hole with you, but I'm all about, again, experience, right? Yeah. So, if, dude, I wish I would took pictures of my eyes when I was like 14 because I was born with very toxic eyes from my parents. I have so much toxic stuff I don't even want to get into. Antibiotics galore, right? I don't know where I would be without iridology because like you, I went down the rabbit hole, fruitarianism, Ravi, whatever, and it actually made things worse for me. So meditation, iridology was my saving grace. Why? Because I had clarity, simply one word, clarity. When you know what's going on in your body and you target it, eliminate it, done. That parasite in your brain, done, gone, see, and then you're good, right? Most people are walking around with cancer, leaky gut, whatever. They have no idea. They are so disconnected. It's like a head just floating around on a body that is non-existent, all right? And that's, again, where I, honestly, I don't care about opinions. I don't want to get into that. I want truth, and that's it. And what do I see that's true? Your eyes. That's it, baby. Your eyes don't lie. They just can't. So when I look at an iris... I can see so much and I have so much compassion for people because I understand their health predicament, all right? Nobody's perfect. Nobody, uh, if you have a human body right now, you are not enlightened. It is one of those things where, yes, we are here to do this work. And for me, it's a very precious body and it's nothing less than a miracle. And we need to take action in this lifetime to bring peace, to bring optimal performance into our life. And yes, you need clarity on your health in order to achieve. All right, so you claim that you're a pure truth seeker, and I believe you, so yeah. I have a challenge for you. Yes. That you, do not, that you do not have to do at all. Yes. This is just, a, this is, a, this is a, a, an idea. Okay. In order to help people like me, because I still, all you said is that the eyes tell the truth. You, there's nothing convincing to a skeptic that would change their mind based on you saying eyes tell the truth there's no evidence there i need evidence so here's my here's my suggestion to you if you have confidence in your practice and if you're all about truth then it's going to work so do it yeah i want you to on your youtube channel you have enough followers to accomplish this yeah. ask for 
10 of your viewers who you've never met before who have certain health issues that they're trying to resolve yeah. to and have them without them telling you their problems and document this all on YouTube. It'd be an epic video. It'd be huge. Yeah. Sure. And have them send you the picture of their eyes, then film diagnosing them, and then uh, like type out the diagnosis, email it to them, and then publicly show if they verify what you can read with their eyes. That's the yeah. simplest study you can do. If you're confident in that, you yeah. really should do it, and you should show a video of it. Yeah, I, I love that. It's funny because I uh, I basically have already done, I, I basically do three year dollar reads just one at a time. Getting 10 of them into one video sounds like a lot. I love that idea. Um, almost every Iridology video that I do, oh, sorry, there's some dogs barking. Every single time I do an Iridology video, there is a lot of um, skeptics out there and I love it and I embrace it all. The only thing that I, um, I, I love your challenge, I love that. Um, the only reference for that scientific mind that you're that you're after, uh, there will be no study um, about this ever because it's it's too um, complex for our current uh, pharmaceutical corporatized world. And the only thing, if you want like scientific, um, how do I say this, data that is proven, Dr. Rob Morris is probably the only one because he has thousands of case studies. You know what I mean? So it's just. He, he's on YouTube. No, for but, but case so. studies of what? So he has case studies where someone who he doesn't know their health issues, he gets their eye picture, and then he shows them his opinion on the reading, and they say, yes, that is true. Countless times, yeah, countless but times. But he didn't know them ahead of the time? Yeah, and that happens to me a lot, too. Like, I wish All right, send me those videos. I will, dude. It's easy. That's what I'm saying. You're talking to the guy. Like, I watch those videos every day because this is my Okay, passion. yeah, yeah. Send, send uh, them to me. I'll be very excited to see Okay, it. first of all, okay, hold on. Have, I got something better for you, and then we're going to wrap this up because I know you got to go. We're, yeah, something, yeah. something better is I would love, I would just love it if you took pictures of your eyes. Oh, don't, I totally don't, will. Don't, don't tell me anything. I've, don't tell me anything. Please great, don't. I, oh, my know, God. This is a great idea. You know a few things, right, about you based on this yeah, conversation. Yeah, because I've done some fucked up things. Sure. I don't know everything about you, and please don't yeah. anything else, but you need to take the best picture you can. I'll send you the link to, to make the best picture possible. Sent yeah. totally free, totally awesome for YouTube, dude. It'll be yeah, great. Yeah. And then I'll do the reading, and then I'll do another video like this so we can do the afterwards. How's that sound? Dude, that's a great idea. I'm stoked to do that. You got it. All right, so how can people find you? Talk about your retreat. Talk about your social media. Where can people link up with you? Sure. So everything that I do is called Plantriotics, like the word patriotic, but plant. And my main platforms are on YouTube. I have over a thousand unique videos that I've made from the last five years of my life, documenting muscle building on a vegan diet, yoga, eating disorder recovery, and so many day-in-the-life vlogs of my yep. adventurous travel lifestyle of living on my bicycle, cycling from all the countries that I've cycled. And uh, lots of with my cute vegan dog, Maggie. And that's on YouTube. And I post a ton on Instagram. And then go, I have an iTunes podcast as well, Plantriotic Podcast. And then go to plantriotic.com slash shop. And on there, you will find information on my retreat that I'm hosting and my accountability partner program that I do every single month. And I have an eating disorder recovery ebook. And that is everything. 
Awesome, brother. Awesome. You're killing it. We're going to have to link up for a retreat or something in the future. Yeah. Future, future. But for now, I'll, I'll send you that link. We'll get that iridology video going. I'm really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, thank, thank you so much for having me on. I love your energy, and it was so great to finally connect with you, man. Yeah, brother. Keep up the good work, man. You are truly an inspiring soul, and I know everybody's going to love you. Thanks. Peace, guys. Much love, Dream Extreme. Peace.